Welcome to Inspire and Move, the show that inspires you to create, connect, and grow. I'm going to bring you meaningful conversations, aha moments, and all the motivation you need to uplevel every part of your life. I'm Ali Aruda, founder of Inspire and Move, and your personal hype girl. I've gone from fashion school to celebrity stylist to corporate marketing to brick and mortar entrepreneurship with my husband, each time learning incredible lessons how to pivot, reimagine, and implement the steps to become successful. I am passionate about inspiring others to live their best life, a life of joy. We have the power to design a life that we love because life is too short not to. The best part is that you weren't meant to do this alone. If you feel like you were meant for more, let me ride shotgun with you and together, let's get you to where you want to go. Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Ali Aruda, and I have my executive (laughs) co-host, Matt Aruda. Can't get rid of me if you tried. Why? I feel like you're not like embracing your your co-host name yet. Okay, fine. I need a jacket or something. Okay, we'll yeah. work on that for 2024. Okay. Although this might actually be out in 2024. It's the last few days of 2023, last few days of December. That weird time where like who knows what it actually is to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And we are excited. You have a, you came up with today's topic because you just wrapped up. Mel Abraham's book. My boy. Uh, he doesn't know that he's my boy, which sounds weird okay. in and of itself. Uh, big fan of Mel Abraham. Big fan. And so I just finished his book, The Entrepreneur's Solution, and it is excellent. I think we've chatted about it briefly before on just some nuggets I've pulled from his from his um, his discussions. And the best part about Mel, I find, and I've been lucky enough to meet him once, and he poured into us a completely unexpected and tremendous needle mover in that end. But what I love about his books and the way that he speaks in real life for that matter is that everything is digestible. Mm. He's extremely intelligent. He is an evaluation uh, specialist, but outside of that, he is a CPA. He is also, he owns a whole bunch of different businesses in which he gets to go all over the world and talk about what he does well, which is really numbers. But he also leads teams and has many different employees spread through different types of businesses that he owns. Literally everything from chartered accountant firms to karate studios. And he is the leader of all of that. So when he talks about leadership and he talks about ways in which he's been able to grow in his own leadership form and what's been successful for him, you listen. Or at least you absorb, as it more makes sense to do when you're reading a book. And, uh, and yeah, I found, I, I read this one chapter on consistency specifically and committing specifically i feel like this is a really great topic to to kick off 2024 yeah it is i mean there's a lot in that book but i mean commitment and consistency i think are going to be the two two things to run with here love that yeah so where do you want to go because i feel like we could immediately talk about you know a relatable topic for us in terms of you know consistency in the gym and creating those healthy habits Uh, ironically Brendan Bouchard is Mel Abraham's best friend, and Brendan always talks about building high-performance habits, you know, starting your day. That's what I'm listening to right now on Mm -hmm. an audiobook, and the impact of starting your day, again, with consistency, building those habits with movement, reading, and journaling. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the more you do anything, the easier that thing becomes, and that's in any part of your life. You're learning to cook. First time you cook a meal is not going to be as easy as it is the thousandth time. And that goes with literally any task or any skill that you're learning. But one of the things that, I, that, he, that he wrote that I picked up on was that consistency breeds credibility. Oof. And in that end, the more you do it, not only do you become more successful and more comfortable in doing it, but the people around you watching you do this consistently, committing to it, 
to be that consistent, they see you as a authority in that space all of a sudden because you've done it so often. And so that credibility only comes with you doing it however many thousands of hours. You can't do anything one time and be that phenom that then gets to speak to how it should be done moving forward from there. You have to, to lack of a better term, you have to earn it. And that only comes with commitment. That only comes with consistency of, of, of going through that process over and over and over again. You feel like you become almost an artist of it in that respect because of how easily you can make it happen. But then on top of that, other people around you, whether they be outside of your circle, looking in, people within your circle, other authorities in the exact same practice, they see that because of your consistency, that you are now a credible source to speak to or to execute on whatever it is that you've committed to. Well, we've heard a lot of our friends in sort of the leadership business space talk about putting the reps in. Yeah. Which I feel like you and I love extra because we are in the gym space as our our main, you know, brick and mortar business. And one of the things that I think of right away is pull-ups. <laughs> and how I swear that has been my fitness goal for like six years is to do just unassisted pull-ups. And, you know, you even talk to our trainer, Sid, it is putting in the reps, doing a variety of training of different exercises. You know, you have your lat pull downs, your band assisted. You can go on of the X, Y's and Z's of how you do pull-ups, but it comes with consistency, doing them every week in your workouts, as well as the supporting exercises to help you get there. And one day I'm going to, I'm going to be an expert at pull-ups. You well, you're getting there. Wait. I'm already seeing it. I, I, I still remember first time you tried it and like literally you couldn't get half of one done and now you're up to how many unassisted depends on the bar but like four or five like that's a massive massive increase like you're talking a what 400 500 percent increase from where you were six to 12 months ago so don't lose sight of the fact that you know with that time you get your you get your results right and that's kind of the the other part of this that i was going to speak to is that you know consistency also means you know having these ups and downs Mm. and, Mm. and you never, as you clearly have made reference to, and we could all, we could all speak to this. You never hit a trajectory that just continues to go up, 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 up without hitting something to come back down. You think I'm a good cook. I don't cook home runs every time. There's plenty of times where I'll burn something and that's a step backwards. And that's not, it's not a pretty sight. And it's not a pretty sight. (laughs) And that's so really frustrating because I know better. Right. But all that to be said, you know, there are things that, you know, along your process, you know that it shouldn't happen, but that's that's that is the that's going to be the realistic expectation of, of of all of us is that you put in this time, you put in this effort, nothing should ever go wrong. Now it's not going to be the case. You're going to have hiccups along the way, whatever it is. So these ups and downs are going to happen, but that's a good thing because part of you becoming a master in whatever it is that you're looking to be so consistent with or to be so committed to is understanding how to deal with the downs as quickly as possible. For somebody who hasn't been able to do a pull-up before and they look at you and say, I can't do it. I can only do half of one. It's not meant for me. Now I'm out. Well, you could say, I've been there, man. I've had that down, Mm -hmm. if you will. And all you need to do is maybe, I don't know, Bring your elbows in a little bit further. Maybe you're on the wide grip. You should be on the narrow grip. Whatever it is. Point being is that there are always things to learn from the points in which you were down while you were still committed to that process, right? That consistency of commitment 
over and over again. You have to dissect the failures, right? So that you don't repeat them, ideally, moving forward. But just as importantly, you also then dissect the wins so you can make them repeatable. So you find the stuff that worked, you realize why it worked, and you repeat it because it worked. Yeah, put those reps in. You put those reps in. And I think that's a great lesson that is easy to lose sight of, especially if you're in maybe those, you know, there's peaks and valleys and you're in that more valley or things that aren't going as well. That life is always a series of lessons is something that I've tried to even, you know, operate by just in the last few years, maybe also becoming entrepreneurs and owning a business in a, a really funky time that life is not always pretty, but you might have those ugly moments, but you can get through that and understanding that, you know, whether it be failures or if it's just hard times, tough lessons, you can grow through it and you can do something better because of that. Again, you kind of just pick yourself back up. Maybe you give yourself that time, but you're going to reapply yourself and put more reps in, move forward, and it's going to be better. You're going to do it again and you're going to constantly grow from it. Yeah. And I think that the more you have that mindset of you're just going to keep trying at this. I think it lends itself to so many other, to so many areas of everyone's life. You know, we're putting in things or we're talking about things that are on the surface a little bit more um, lighthearted. Things like cooking or doing pull-ups. Yes. Pull-ups is not lighthearted. Pull-ups you know are really hard. <laughs> things at the gym, things that, you know, frying an egg or making a pancake. These are not life-altering things where if you don't get it right, you, you know, damn it, make sure you stay committed and try frying egg and egg again tomorrow. Like that's ridiculous. That's obviously not where my mind's at, but I'm, I'm, what my point here is, is how you do one thing is how you do everything. So your idea of commitment to something, if you want to do well in it, if you can care less, then this is neither here nor there. But if you want to do well at something, the likelihood of stepping up to the plate and hitting a home run on the very first pitch or your very first at bat or your very first game playing that sport is like next to zero, for God's sakes. It's not going to happen. You've got to go to the batting cages. You've got to play with the coach. You've got to be able to put in your reps. Literally, you have to take batting practice before you get to the game. And it's only then where you're able to obviously execute because of all of the commitment you've put in when nobody else is watching. Well, isn't there a lot of literally what you just said, you feel like this is perfect layup get it see where where i'm going with here sneaky sneaky that kobe bryant yeah rest r.i.p uh he was an incredible obviously he was an incredible athlete but he would talk about how he would go to the gym at a fair things at the time but i feel it was like 4 a.m 5 a.m 6 a.m something really early and he would put in the reps just you know dribbling shooting three pointers that he was putting these reps in when nobody was watching, like what you just said. Who's the author of the book Relentless? Is it Tim Glover? Yes. Tim Glover. Sorry. His, his coach. Yeah, he was, um, I mean, he was more of like, I don't know if he'd be a coach per se, but yeah. Like a extent. high performance coach. Yeah, he wasn't, you know, a Phil Jackson type of a coach no. per se, but nevertheless, a high performance coach. And I remember reading the first few pages of his book. This is years ago now, and it still sticks with me. And I remember him saying how he got a phone call at something like 3.30 in the morning from Kobe. And he was saying how, um, meet me at the gym. I got to put in some reps. I got to put in some work. And Tim says, are you out of your freaking mind? It's, it's 3.30. And Kobe hangs up. So Tim gets out of his, gets out of his house. Out guys, of his slumber. Yeah, out of his slumber. Heads over to the Lakers practice facility. He gets there like 4.30 in the morning. And he walks into the gym to see Kobe Bryant already drenched in sweat. Yes. As if he's been there 
yeah. for an hour, two hours maybe, working on all the things that literally, no literally no one will see so that he could have an opportunity to be as great as everybody thinks he is or was, uh, and he was, uh, later on that day at the game or the next day at the game. The guy doesn't just show up and drop 40 points and do what, do what he wants at his will just like that. He puts the effort in, consistency, commitment, and that is an example of that is a completely different animal from what 99.99% of us will ever need to be super successful in our own lives. But the point of all this still is commitment and consistency is the difference between good and great. Always. hundred percent. And I think there are so many examples. There are also so many books, you know, if, for all of you listening, if you've not read the book Atomic Habits. That's another great book that talks about just making like small changes. You want to be a morning person? Well, why get go from getting up at eight to getting up at five thirty? That you're setting yourself up for failure. Maybe you go from eight a.m. to seven forty-five, seven forty-five to seven thirty, and work your way down to find that desired time in which you want to get up and start your day earlier and be that morning person. Same thing with the gym. If it's you, your goal is three days a week, or maybe you already committed but you want to do more cardio. I have a friend right now. She's someone that I trained. One of my best friends. One of her goals for 2024 is to come to the gym, like even just 15, 20 minutes earlier to clock in just like a few more minutes on the treadmill just to get some steps in, get her body moving before her workouts. And the the thing here is she told me this and I will remember this. Now you know. Now you got an accountability now party. You know. And she listens to the podcast. So she 100% knows who she is right now and, as we talk about this. And you know, that, that kind of leads me to, the, to my, my, my last point on this is you can never underestimate the impact of what the the actions that you take on will be with everybody else that's watching you. Mm. So through your consistency, through your commitment, through your through your actual changes that you execute on a daily basis, and we can go to the gym. If we want to talk about the gym, just to kind of keep everything consistent, we can here. But again, that will be a metaphor for literally anything that anybody wants to commit to, as it were, in their own lives. But if you're going to go to the gym, and you're going to lift consistently, you're going to incorporate cardio, you're going to come to the classes, so on and so forth. If you're going to do this consistently, you'd be crazy not to think that there aren't people who aren't recognizing this, who aren't seeing this. They might not say something, but they are recognizing it in you. And you serve as that that source of inspiration, that source of motivation for that person because of the fact that they know that you do it. Now you've proven that somebody can do it. Mm. And if they can see that somebody else is doing it, and why the hell can't they? You Do you have more time than they do in a day? Likely not. Do you have less things on your plate than they do? Likely not. But if you've got the ability to find that time to do it, you now become their source of inspiration, all because you committed to something that you thought was going to be a selfish decision. And then in the process, you end up turning the light on in somebody else's head. And it goes from there. Oh. Cool, right? You really came to play with your with your topic in so There today. you go, man. Yeah, I thought I about this. I love that. And you know, and the other part on that too is, you know, we have obviously, we've turned on a ton of our commitment, a ton of our consistency in trying to build what we have built within the benchmark community, despite the multiple, multiple attempts from outside sources. Um, that will go unnamed. That will go unnamed. <laughs> but you all know who you are jackasses trying to take us down that all all that being said uh here we are and stronger than ever better than ever more excited to be a part of this community and growing it and all the rest but without that consistency and that ability and willingness to continue to grind 
to the point where we knew we wanted to get this to be where not only where we're at now, but where we want to take it. Think of all of the other people that wouldn't have been able to come on board and shine their own light if we didn't stay so committed to this along mm, the way. I think that. of somebody like a Sid Sandwell, and I think who is an amazing head trainer at our gym and, 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 and gym director, uh, but there are many others. I think of a lot of other people who have come into our circle in the last few years that have changed their lives for the better, not just from a physical standpoint, but maybe mm -hmm. the gym has served as a place where they could be more open socially, where other people connect with the community. Things like a con nature. consistent community. You do. And people that want to see you do well, that want to lift you up and support you in every possible way. Without us being able to have this space that lends itself to be such a, a, a such an open space to encourage that, we would have missed all of the light that these incredible human beings have to give in that specific arena. And what a shame that is to think that they wouldn't be as bright as they could be because they didn't have the exact same space that currently exists the way Benchmark currently does. And all that starts. Consistency and commitment. Putting in the damn time. Oof. Anything you want to just tie a little bow on? That's it, man. Might drop it. Love that. <laughs> Consistency, commitment. Oof. Great little message to set yourself up for success for 2024. And I think our next episode together will be all about how, how we like to set out our intentions for the year. We don't really call them like New Year's resolutions because uh, we do have a, a kind of a strategy and a method. And accountability. And accountability. And we, we check in on them often. So we're excited to share that episode with you guys as well. Uh, again, if anything resonated with you, we would love to hear from you. Just slide into the old DMs and we would love to connect, support you guys on your journey and cheering you on as you put in their reps and you build those, you know, consistent, committed habits and routines. Get after it. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk Happy to you day. soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you took 30 seconds and shared this on social media, send it to a friend, or leave a five-star review. There is power in community, and I am so grateful to have you part of mine. 